hey, this is Hunter Thompson, the host of the Cashflow Connections Real Estate Podcast and managing principal of ASIM Capital. And you're tuned into Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. There's a motto that I learned in high school that has just stuck with me. And it's, it's better to copy genius than create mediocrity. Mm. And so I'm not saying not to go out and create new things. I'm, I'm saying what I'm doing is I am learning from my mentors and the people before me and, and learning from their mistakes in order to be able to you know, leapfrog forward in this process of growing our business. This is Dream Chasers, episode 98 with Ben Kogan. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Adam Carswell and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I'm joined by Ben Kogut. Ben is a partner and capital raiser for HJH Investments. He was born and raised in Dallas, Texas, went to undergrad at University of Texas, uh, got his MBA from Acton MBA, also has a CCIM designation, and Ben now lives in Austin, Texas. Ben, thank you for coming on the show. And do you have any opening remarks for my listeners? Adam, thank you. I'm very grateful to be here and just excited to be on the show. Thanks so much. Looking forward to it. Guys, uh, I first met Ben through, I'd say one of my business partners, someone I work with and, and communicate with pretty frequently. Also been on Dream Chasers episode 76. If you go back and you want to uh, really be entertained, I think it's a pretty good episode. It's with Jason Ricks, who I work with at Concordia Equity Partners. And uh, Jason connected me with Ben, I want to say, a little close to a month ago. And he's just like, Adam, I want you to meet my friend Ben. He's a very all-around impressive guy. And I was like, all right, well, if Jason's introducing me to someone, this doesn't happen very often. So I'm, I'm going to take the lead on this. And uh, Ben and I hopped on a quick call, got to know each other a little bit. And I was like, wow, all right, yeah, Jason, Jason had a good, uh, a good read on this guy. <laughs> And then also, I should say this too, you know, we're closing in on episode 100 and I've kind of made it a mission that once I hit 100, we're going to take about a two month break from producing the show. So I had to be selective here within the pat within these final, you know, five interviews and um, just really felt like Ben was a good fit. So Ben, <laughs> uh, sorry if I'm, I'm putting a little bit of pressure on you now by making you shine a little bit, but it is true. I, I do think we're going to have a good interview here. So um, I don't know if you just want to elaborate a little bit on, again, how we got connected and, and Jason and anything else that might be running through your head as I, as I gave yeah, you. I, uh, I pre really appreciate all the kind words. I think when we chatted, I was, uh, at an airport, um, in the middle of nowhere in Iowa <laughs> on my way to, uh, to go look at a property that we are, uh, actually about to bring out to the market to, that I'll be raising capital for. And, uh, it's just been a, it's just been a lot of fun lately. It's been a whirlwind to be honest. And, um, this uh, world of podcasting uh, is something that I'm brand new to, and, and honestly, it's been a ton of fun. You and some other people have really inspired me to actually start my own podcast, which I haven't even launched yet, but uh, it's going to be called The Real Estate Niche Show. You guys are crushing it, and I just wanted to uh, jump on board and try to add value and share some of the wisdom that I've learned from my mentors along the way as well. Yeah, and what do you think was your, uh, what was the moment where you kind of realize like, wow, I think, I think I do want to start podcasting. Cause it seems like you, know, you were saying you were thinking about it for a while, but weren't sure about it. What was the motivation there? To do um, 
honestly, the first show I was on with uh, Ruben Greth on the uh, Capital Razor show. And I got it. I got so much positive feedback. A lot of people came out of the woodworks through LinkedIn and other social media networks. And um, it's just a lot of fun to connect with people and be able to, um, like I said, share the wisdom that, that, that I have been blessed with from my mentors and my business partner. And um, really, like, my goal is to, to leave a positive, lasting impact in the community. And the best way, one of the best ways that I know how to do that is to, uh, is to share and so it's, uh, it just brings me a lot of personal joy and pleasure to be able to do that. And, and just that's one of the reasons why I'm excited to be able to be on your podcast, too. Yeah. Well, thank you for preparing to share your knowledge with us. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure our listeners are, too. Uh, real quick, how long have you been um, with HJH Investments? Because I know you've been in the commercial real estate sector for a while, but HJH is kind of a new project for you, correct? Yeah. So my business partner, Corey Harkle Road, uh, started the company about five years ago. We met uh, about three years ago um, through a group called the Society of Exchange Counselors. Uh, about two years ago, uh, we actually did a deal. I actually invested in one of his syndication deals. And, uh, and then about a year ago, after having chatted for about a year, uh, he made me an offer I couldn't refuse to actually become a partner in the company with the focus of being uh, someone that raises capital. So I decided about a year ago, I'm just at my one year mark, to uh, put my real estate brokerage business and development business on hold in order to just completely focus on raising capital. So that's, uh, it was a bit of a pivot in my career. It's been the best thing that I've ever done. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I really like the, that particular topic, the raising capital topic, because I think it is you know, the single most effective tool that one can have in this industry in regards to being successful. I'm going to do a quick plug here. Uh, I know I've already, actually, maybe you can even tell us, I don't, I'm not sure if you got the book yet. You know, my other uh, colleague, Hunter Thompson, just wrote the book Raising Capital for Real Estate, which is kind of making a lot of noise throughout our industry. So everyone listening right now, if you haven't read or heard of Raising Capital for Real Estate, go to RaisingCapitalForRealEstate.com and check that book out. It's life-changing. But yeah, I, I kind of got a little bit, a little bit distracted there, Ben. But did you? I'm trying to remember. Did I? Send, did we send you a copy of the book? I actually ordered it. I haven't uh, received it yet. It was very recent, um, but I'm really looking forward to it. I, I heard some of the reviews about it, and uh, definitely resonates uh, very close to home for what it is that I do. So I can't wait. Yeah. Well, all right, Ben. We are now going to step into the next level chamber. When did you realize that raising capital with HJH was something that you wanted to take to the next level? When did the, uh, when did the light bulb come on? About a year ago, um, I was ready to, uh, to take my life and everything about it to the next level. Corey and I had been chatting and, and really, uh, you know, timing is everything and the timing was right for both of us. Uh, HJH is growing rapidly and in order for the company to grow, uh, as you know, capital raising is a very time-consuming process, and so me coming on board would allow our CEO, Corey, to really focus less on capital raising and more on doing really great deals and underwriting deals and you know traveling to deals and, so, and traveling to conferences and stuff like that. So I've taken a lot of that off of his plate as far as 
um, you know, all the time that it takes to, to explain and educate and, um, you know, share the wisdom that we've learned about real estate syndicating. And so, um, you know, it's really been, I realized that it was the perfect alignment of my 15 years of commercial real estate experience aligned with my passions for uh, schmoozing. And honestly, I just love whining and dining people. And, and I actually discovered a new passion that I was not aware of, which is educating. I've never, I mean, I've been a bit of a teacher, but not a whole lot. I love teaching people about commercial real estate and syndications in particular. And so uh, I've never had more fun in my career. I am excited every day and uh, I just, I feel like I'm just now scratching the surface. Yeah. Wow. It really sounds like a perfect fit uh, in regards to your skill set, Corey's skill set. And are there other uh, partners on the team? Yes. Um, we have somebody on our team that focuses exclusively on acquisitions. We have uh, a partner that uh, focuses on the underwriting. We have someone that is our controller. Uh, we have some of the handles transaction management. We have a marketing director. Uh, we have an uh, asset manager and leasing director. So we, we have a really rock star team. And um, Corey, uh, as our leader, has just done a phenomenal job putting the right people in the right places on the team. And um, it's, it's going really, really well. Yeah, and that's, it's really remarkable to hear how you guys have the team structured. I know that's one thing. Um, and working with both Hunter Thompson and Michael Flight, I know Hunter tends to emphasize it a little bit more, uh, but just the, the power and the ability to run lean and mean in this industry, especially if you're focused and you have, for example, a team put together like that, um, you know, you can scale pretty quickly. What are, um, are you able to kind of share maybe some of you guys' goals uh, or targets over this year or the next year? Well, yeah, sure. We're, we're building on what we did in 2019. We purchased uh, 11 properties worth around $82 million in 2019. We are growing that. We're aiming for close to 15 acquisitions in 2020. Um, I'm predicting it'll probably be close to the $150 million range of acquisitions. And so um, those, are, those are some some metrics uh, in addition to others that, that we're tracking right now. So basically every month uh, we're buying, we're, we're, I'm raising capital for a new deal, which means I personally visit every single property that we acquire. So it is a lot of travel right now. Uh, in addition to uh, quite a bit of conferences that I attend as well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's definitely never a dull moment around here. And um, you know, that that's, we'll kind of see where it goes. Yeah. I see. Um, again, your role on the team, if it's, if it's a, a machine, if it's a car, uh, you know, getting ready to hit the road, you're kind of like the gasoline, you're the, you're the fuel, right? So what are some of the secrets as the gasoline for the vehicle that you've learned, um, you know, over the past few years that you think have, have made you successful? Well, it's, it's no secret that this business is all about relationships. One, one thing that I have learned time and time again from my partner, Corey, is the value of being generous. Um, I've always been someone that's been, you know, high integrity is obviously very important and being transparent in the way that we do everything. And so we, we have no qualms about sharing literally everything we possibly can about every deal. We have published YouTube videos explaining in detail how our business operates, 
and we have actually, I am actually going out of my way to teach other people now uh, about how to do what we do because we have a platform that frankly we have, uh, we've learned from other mentors before us that have been successful at this. And uh, we think the best way to be able to pay it forward is to continue to share um, this, this knowledge that we've picked up. So yeah. that, that's very personally rewarding for me to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah like I'm inspired by your, your new passion for teaching. Who are some of the individuals that you've been able to teach so far? Well, um, I'll tell you one. <laughs> there's a lot of individuals. Um, one of the uh, things that I'm currently working on right now is I'm, I was asked to uh, teach a local Austin investment group. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually about to do a live presentation, I think 50 or 60 people or something like that. Okay. And then uh, that's part of the reason for me starting the Real Estate Niche Show is to be able to not only you know, garner wisdom from people that are at the top of their game of whatever their real estate niche is, but be able to you know, trickle in some of the wisdom that we picked up along the way. So it's, um, it's not necessarily an individual teaching, but it's uh, you know, hopefully overall a lot of people are going to be able to gain some wisdom from what we did. Yeah. And do you see yourself uh, authoring a book anytime soon about raising capital? Uh, it's, uh, it's on the to-do list. I don't know. I've never thought that I was a very good writer, but uh, I've been inspired by, by, by you and your partners and by so many people. So yeah, sure. I'm not going to take that off the table. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. You could probably even call, I know for me preparing to start writing a book as well. And one, great tool that I have is, you know, going to be close to a hundred episodes of podcast content that, you know, I'll be able to pull from to put that together. And so I'm sure with your show, you'll have plenty of, you know, golden nuggets to, to bring back into the book if and when you, you do write it. And I've just seen what, what that book's done, for example, for, for Hunter. And it's just remarkable. You know, it's, it's impacted me tremendously, just the writing of the book. So inspiration to everyone out there, go write a book. <laughs> yes. Well, I read a lot of them, so I guess you know. Sure, why not? I'll write one. Yeah, who are uh, you know? Who are some of your your mentors that you've referenced? Who are some people that you think have really played a dynamic role in changing your life? Yeah. So, in addition to Corey Harpel Road, I would I would name Jason Mittman, who is someone that I've known since two thousand and two. Um, he's like a brother to me. Uh, we have done brokerage. We have done development together. We have climbed mountains together. We have been through thick and thin, and uh, he's about 12 years further down the path in the commercial real estate business. Very successful, has uh, amazing people around him, and he has uh, opened me up to a world of many different creative real estate transactions that um, that I just am very proud of. Um, so that that's that's one person in particular that I would call out. Mm-hmm. And you said you've climbed mountains with him. So is that actually like uh, you guys getting out there and, and doing the real thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Um, he is a very intense mountaineering person. Uh, so I can't claim to do anything that uh, and to the extent that he's done. But yeah, sure. We've climbed 14ers in Colorado. All sorts, all sorts of fun, crazy shenanigans that we've gotten into. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, do you have any other hobbies like that? Like uh, mountain climbing, I know there's, you know there's divers out there, skydivers, snowboarding, etc. Is there anything else that you go yeah, for? Yeah, man, I I do all the sports you can name. I just got back from skiing in Utah a few days ago. My latest uh, hobby has been to pick up uh, pickleball. Uh, I used to be an avid tennis player back in college and high school, and 
Uh, pickleball is the fastest growing sport and it's just been, it's like, you feel like a rock star, uh, <laughs> being able to, you know, take that paddle, smack the little wiffle ball and it just falls right into the court miraculously. So that's been a lot of fun. I've heard of pickleball, but I can't envision what it looks like. Is it played indoor? It's outdoor. It's like a mini tennis court almost. It's hit with a wooden or a graphite paddle and a little paddle ball. And uh, there's a couple nuances that are different from tennis, but in general, it's uh, it's very similar to tennis. Gotcha. Very social. I'm a very social guy, so I like that part of it too. <laughs> Any sport, you'll just pick it up. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, mountain biking, um, basketball. Not so much baseball, I guess, but whatever. I mean, yeah, let's try it. Well, any other um, little, little, I'd say, pieces of advice or, again, golden nuggets on being a successful capital raiser that uh, you'd like to share with, I'd say, you know, even someone like myself, you know, I'm relatively new to the sector, just anything that you feel like, you know, this particular method, this particular framework works like a charm. There's a motto that I learned in high school that has just stuck with me, and it's, it's better to copy genius then create mediocrity. Mm. And so I'm not saying not to go out and create new things. I'm, I'm saying there, what I'm doing is I am learning from my mentors and the people before me and, and learning from their mistakes in order to be able to, you know, leapfrog forward in this process of growing our business. And so I would say, you know, what that means is find a mentor or mentors who are, not only willing to invest in you, but go above and beyond to make sure that, that they are that you personally are successful. And so, once you have one one or multiple of those people in your life, grab onto them and you know, <laughs> and just keep going. And anytime you you hit a bump, you'll know that you have somebody that you can call on. And um, yeah, that's that's really been one of the secrets to to making this thing grow. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got three fun questions to close it out. Get to know you a little bit more today. Cool. I'm going to give them to you all three here in a row and then you can go ahead and, uh, and tackle them whichever way you want. First question is what is your favorite day of the week? Second question is what is your favorite country to visit? And the third question is what has your favorite deal of all time been? Well, um, one of the goals that I had last year that continues on to this year is to, I host a Shabbat dinner on a Friday night. I do it once a month. I'd like to do it more than that, but my goal is once a month. So Shabbat's for, I'm Jewish. So that starts on a Friday night. And so I'll, I'll invite between eight and 12 people and I'll cook dinner for those people in my home. So I'm going to say my favorite is, uh, is a Friday night. Nice. Uh, and it's, you know, bringing people home for a home cooked meal in my home, I guess, uh, connected to that. The first country that comes to mind would be Israel. Um, not just for religious purposes. I would say it's just such a, you know, entrepreneurial country per capita. Um, it's such a you know, historical country. It's such a beautiful country. It's the food is incredible. And so I would, uh, I would put that, uh, on the list for anybody of any any size to go and check out their country. There is literally I've been to uh, more than forty five different countries in the world, wow. and there is nothing like Israel. Um, and then deal. So um, I'll share 
I'll share an interesting uh, deal. Uh, <laughs> the way that Corey and I actually met was I, uh, I actually bartered with him. Um, I, had, uh, I had a couple diamonds in my possession. And I, uh, from, uh, from previous relationships, just being honest, uh -huh. and um, I was trying to sell them for quite a while and couldn't get them sold. And so um, I, at one of the meetings that I was at where Corey was at, we, uh, we, they have this thing called a cowboy auction. And so I pitched these two diamonds to basically barter them for other people for non-monetary items. And in this case, I got three offers and the deal that I took was actually with Corey and we bartered, uh, the diamonds in exchange for equity in a couple of his, uh, syndication deals. And so that was a fun and creative way that actually started off. I mean, fast forward to now, we probably, we may or may not have been in business had we not actually uh, done that deal. And <laughs> wow. so now I actually get, uh, I get payment, you know, I get dividends off of the, uh, <laughs> off of that exchange. And I was able to turn, you know, diamonds, which I couldn't get more than 50 cents on the dollar for, uh, by the way, don't ever try to sell a diamond. It is not fun. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's a that's an interesting little deal that we did. I mean, I have some other examples like that, but we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I like it. You can, you, in a way, you could say that your business was built on diamonds. Oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought about that. That's great. <laughs> there you go. And it's funny. Um, I like that uh, you mentioned the Shabbat dinner because um, you'll know. I, so this this interview is going to be going live on, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll, please. February twenty seventh. And okay. last week, February 20th, was with my local rabbi here in St. John's, uh, oh. Rabbi Shernitsky. And he was just talking about cooking something on Friday for me. So <laughs> there you Absolutely. go. Take him up on it. Yeah. But that's great, Ben. Uh, this has been a blast. Great getting to know you a little bit more. I'm sure we're going to cross paths here moving into the future. What is the, if you had to give out one single best way for my listeners to follow up and get in touch with you, what would that way be? So I'm on all the social media at Ben Kogut. Let me spell my last name. K-O-G-U-T. I'd love to connect with everybody via LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, or on my upcoming show at The Real Estate Niche Show. Perfect. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely make sure we get, um, I guess, a link in the show notes to LinkedIn then. Perfect. All right. Well, any closing remarks before we wrap it up, Ben? Just, um, you know, grateful to be here and uh, hope everyone has a wonderful day. Perfect. Thank you. Guys, thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, and all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level. <laughs>